Hello, everyone. I'm so glad you can join us today at Empowering Life Ministries podcast. I'm Daryl Barber, and I'll be your host today. Let me give you some information uh, before we get started in the Word. Uh, Different ways you can contact us. Uh, You can find us on Facebook. Also, our website, empoweringlifeministries.com. Here you can learn more about our ministry and the things we're doing. Also, I have a book available on there, From Glory to Glory, if you'd like to purchase that. Uh, You can also give a donation on our website if you'd like to do that too. And if you would, I've been asking this at at each uh, podcast. At the end of the podcast, would you give us a rating uh, that's going to help enlarge our audience of listeners? And we definitely want to grow our audience so they can hear the things we're saying. So let's go ahead and get into the Word. Um, Last uh, podcast, we were talking about the gospel of the kingdom. We had looked into, uh, when we got into the Word, it spoke about... In Romans verse 1, that's we're still in verse 1, but in it, it says Paul was set apart to preach the gospel, uh, the good news of and from God, and that's, that's taken from the Amplified Bible. But we got to talking about the different aspects of the gospel. As uh, we talked about already, the gospel of Christ, the gospel of salvation, the gospel of the grace of God the gospel of the kingdom, and the gospel of his son. And we're on the gospel of the kingdoms where we're at. We started that last podcast and just got into it a little bit. And I still believe it's one of the most misunderstood uh, messages probably that's out there on the kingdom of God. Uh, In Matthew 24 and 14, it says this, uh, This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. And we spoke about that on um, the last podcast, that when it talks about the end coming, um, it's not the end of the world, it's not the end of time, but it was actually the end of the age of the old covenant system. I also shared with you that Matthew 24 and that Olivet Discourse uh, had uh, audience relevance that we had to look into in that. In other words, who's he talking to? He wasn't talking to us. He was talking to that audience there in first century. And in verse 34, it lets us know, it gives us a timeline on it. It says, this generation shall not pass till these things come to pass. So when we look at those things, they're not in our future, they're in our past. So this gospel of the kingdom, uh, that's what we're to be preaching. And when we preach the kingdom of God, uh, we know from Romans 14 and 17 that the kingdom of God's not meat and drink but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And if you have these things in your life, then you're living kingdom living. Uh, kingdom life, it ought, to, it ought to be a way of life we walk in right now. A lot of the things that we have in the Word of God, it seems like we always just want to put them in our future. But I, I'm telling you, when you get an understanding of the Word of God and some of the things uh, that you've thought before, your your mindset will change. When you understand these, most of these things you're reading about was in our past, and Jesus finished the work uh, when his death, burial, and resurrection. Everything was fulfilled, and I'm excited. I'm very excited about some of the things we're about to get into today. So uh, let's begin. I shared with you out of Hebrews chapter 12, 28 and 29. It says this in the King James Version. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom. See, we've already got it. We receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God. 
acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. And what this is actually speaking about, it's speaking of the new covenant being fulfilled. In the Passion Translations, I want, I want to back up in Hebrews chapter 12. I want to back up to verse 23 and start there and read it through. And then, then we'll speak about that a little bit today. I don't know how far we'll get, but we'll talk about it a little. Let me read it to you. It says, And as members of the church of the firstborn, all our names have been legally registered as citizens of heaven. And now that's good news. We've already been registered. And we have come before God who judges all and who lives among the spirits of the righteous and who have been made perfect in his eyes. And we've come to Jesus who established a new covenant with his blood, uh, with his blood sprinkled upon the mercy seat. Blood that continues to speak from heaven. Forgiveness. A better message than Abel's blood that cries from the earth justice. Make very sure you never refuse to listen to God when he speaks. For the God who spoke on earth from Sinai is the same God who now speaks from heaven. Those who heard him speak his living word on earth found nowhere to hide. So what chance is there for us to escape if we turn our backs on God and refuse to hear his warnings as he speaks from heaven? The earth rocked at the sound of his voice from the mountain, but now he has promised once and for all, I will not only shake the systems of the world, but also the unseen powers in the heavenly realm. Now this phrase, once and for all, clearly indicates the final removal of things that are shaking. Now listen to this. That is the old order. So only what's unshakable will remain. Since we're receiving our rights to an unshakable kingdom, we should be extremely thankful and offer God the purest worship that delights his heart as we lay down our lives in absolute surrender, filled with awe, for our God is a holy, devouring fire. And you know what? A couple things as we start to look into this. When it talked about where he spoke from Sinai, uh, that references back to when the law was given. And God was actually trying to make a grant covenant. He was going to have a whole people that were going to be a kingdom of priests to him. But they rejected that and they went uh, gave in for a kinship covenant instead of a grant covenant. And what that meant, that's why the law had to be given. It's because whenever laws get, uh, whenever a kinship covenant was established, there had to be rules to it. In the grant covenant, that was the better covenant. That's the thing they wanted to walk in, really wanted to walk in, but they totally changed it. And in you know that the, the uh, grant covenant is the Abrahamic covenant. Abraham had nothing to do with it. God put him in a sleep. Uh, they had the pieces of the of the sacrifice laid out, and God walked between the sacrifices, and and Abraham was asleep when all that was going on. That's a grant covenant. It's all in God's hands. The new covenant is the same way. It's a grant covenant, and it's all in God's hand. Thank God that it is, because He's the one that makes it a, gives us the ability to be able to keep covenant. Uh, so let's look into some of this right here, because this is the fulfillment of some scripture uh, that was spoken back in uh, Daniel and prophecy that was given there. In Daniel two thirty four and 35, it says, and this was with Nebuchadnezzar's dream that he saw the image. He said, Thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were iron and clay and break them to pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, and the brass, and the silver, and the gold pieces uh, uh, gold broke into pieces together and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away that no place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. Now, this is prophecy of kingdoms, actually four kingdoms uh, spoken of as world rulers. And these go through a period of time 
all the way up to the time of Jesus. First of them was the Babylonian kingdom. And that's where Nebuchadnezzar was king over that. And then after him was the Medes and Persians. They came into power, Darius the Mede. And then after that, the Greek kingdom came into rule. That was Alexander the Great. And then finally, the Roman Empire came into being. All our Caesars that we have there uh, taking place. This is where Jesus comes on the scene during that Roman Empire. And He destroys these kingdoms and He establishes what we know now as the kingdom of God. Listen, the kingdom's not coming. The kingdom's come. And it happened when Jesus came. Now, if you're back in Daniel in chapter 2 in verse 44 and 45, listen how clear this reads. It says, In the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms. It shall stand forever. For as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands and that it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, and the silver, and the gold, the great God hath made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter. And the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof is sure. So I'm telling you right now, Jesus, he is the stone that the builders rejected. And that stone came in and destroyed the kingdoms of this earth. And now his kingdom has been established ever since his coming. And I'm telling you right now, we're walking into that thing. Uh, we're walking in that kingdom life right now. And think about this. The stone became a great mountain. How did it become a great mountain? Because Peter declared and let us know that every one of us are lively stones. And together we build up this spiritual house as the house of God, or if you would, the kingdom of God. Amen? Because <laughs> the Lord abides within us. He lives within us. We're, Paul said it this way in Romans. We're temples of the Holy Ghost. And together we make a dwelling place for the Spirit of God. Man, what a beautiful picture that is of the kingdom. Uh, let's go back in the New Covenant in Matthew chapter 9 and look at some of the things uh, that the kingdom of God speaks of. It says in Matthew nine thirty five, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And listen to this, what follows, because this is what the good news of the kingdom brings. It says, And healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Matthew goes on to say, Matthew 6 and 19, it says, I will give unto thee the kings of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bound on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I'm going to have to stop here for today, but join us back for the next podcast, and we'll go further in this message of the kingdom.